What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Alternate Reality, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am one of your hosts, Pharaoh, and I, and I am joined, as always, by Muggin. Yo. Yo. You'd think after, like, a billion episodes, I would no longer stumble on the entrance, but I just did, so. Eh, <laughs> um, But we do have an awesome show for you guys today, going over all kinds of movies, got some game news, all that kind of stuff big game mobile game just launched that we're going to be talking a little bit about um but yeah let me go ahead and get the shameless shilling out of the way first of course so um for our patrons thank you all so much for supporting us we really really appreciate it for all of you guys that are interested in checking that out make sure to go to patreon.com forward slash anr pod and then if you guys want to join in on the conversation come on over to the discord discord.me forward slash anr we recently had a spring cleaning over at the server, so we cleaned everything up. It's nice and neat now. Um, just make sure to go to the uh, role assignment area and get uh, sorted out with whatever interests you have. And then, of course, the last thing you can do to really help us out is you can go to either Apple Podcast or Spotify. Give us a five-star rating. We really, really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, that'd be amazing. So let's go ahead now move into the movies and tv no time to waste first things first peter pan and wendy i'm so glad that you put this one on the list did you see it yes i did okay i'm very interested what was your take on this <laughs> um I, yeah i was fine uh i thought uh what's his name uh jude law was a pretty had a pretty interesting take on hook i mean it was definitely uh like a lot darker than I had expected it to be. Um, you know what I mean? Um, did you, you watched it or no? Oh yeah. I watched it. Yeah. So it was a lot darker than I expected, but I mean, we watched it. I was pretty much like looking to see what was going on, you know, what was going to happen next. Cause it definitely, you know, didn't line up sp- straight up with some of the other, um, you know, yeah. tellings of the story. And, uh, I mean the, you know, cinematography was good. The acting was good. It was decent. You know, the kids did a good job. Um, uh, my kids liked it. Um, I'm not sure how my wife felt about it. She was pretty annoyed at a couple of things um, that that she didn't like that some of the changes they made. But um, overall, I think she we thought it was good enough. Mm-hmm. What do you? What about you? For me, I honestly, I just hated it. I thought it was so bad. I think, I don't know what it is, but like, you know, maybe, maybe I feel like if you have kids that watch it, maybe you get some, some joy out of watching them watch it, right? There's like a little bit of magic there, but I don't know. My wife and I watched it. We were like, what is this garbage? So I, I don't think there was a reason to make the movie is what it boils down to. Oh, there to. definitely wasn't I think a reason it's, to make the movie. You know, you got to remember like some of this stuff is like, uh, you know, this particular, a lot of these stories are like public domain. So in order to maintain their trademarks, they have to continually, you know, do something based on that to make sure that they don't like lose their whatever. Um, you know, that's why we're seeing like so many like live action remakes of older cartoons so that they can maintain their grip on the IP of the way they told the story. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it was one of those like, probably didn't need to make that movie but i don't think it you know i don't i didn't think it was bad as you thought it was but i don't know if it was just because i didn't really care enough right to care maybe i guess i just don't like them butchering movies just to butcher movies like to me like no movie needs to be made like but 
I have no problem. In fact, I, I like the fact that they try to make movies that, you know, have some or are supposed to have some Disney magic to it. I mean, I loved the Disney movies whenever I was a kid. And mm-hmm. but every time that they try now, we get this shitty version of a movie that was literally we don't even get anything new. But like the the things that they're going back to is they're butchering all of these things that were already at perfection level. So A, I'd rather them just come out with new stuff. But if they wanna come out with this, like at least at least make it as good as it was before. No, and trust me, one, like I am I am dreading the Lilo and Stitch live action movie. Oh god, I know. Yeah. Like that 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 movie Ugh. was like I think that was like you know, along the lines of like some of the best, like late mm. Disney, you know, movies, and just the, it's just, I don't know, some of the casting choices they're making are just blowing my damn mind. Like, like on that one, like, um, they just announced the casting for Cobra Bubbles, right? The, mm-hmm. the agent, and right. like, why did you not get Ving Rames? Like, the dude's alive, he's doing friggin' Arby's commercials, like. Right. <laughs> you know, like the character looked like him. The character, it was his voice. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're doing another one. Like they're doing a live action Moana. Like, yeah. First of all, that movie isn't that old. No. Okay. No. Um, no. Second of all, they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna have you know Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, reprise his role as Maui, and it's like, well, then you might as well have the girl who played Moana do it because she was just in a musical that they did for Little Mermaid where she played Ariel. So she can act, she can be, you know, be on screen. So it's like, you might as well, why isn't she playing, reprising her role as herself? It's just like, and I don't get it. That kind of Mm. stuff doesn't make any sense. Especially these newer movies that they're remaking in live action. It's like, do you just not want to do animation anymore? That's the thing. Like, what was wrong with the animation, first of all? And second of all, why not make new movies? Like, why are we going back to these other ones? Like I just don't it, it it feels like they're actively trying like they have no imagination anymore. So all they have is to just go back and try to capitalize on things that did well in the past and then butcher them to the point where no one likes them anymore. And so like I I don't know what the deal is, but like this in this one, you know, I think Jude Law was the only one that had a decent performance. Uh, Tinkerbell was nothing like the original Tinkle, Tinkerbell, first of all. Yeah, that, like, that's the part my wife was not that was, super stoked yeah, about. Yeah, that was terrible. Like, she had so much personality originally, right? And this version was literally the worst. I don't even remember one specific thing that she did. It was so boring. So for and, me, like, so then tonight, so the kids, had, so tonight, we watched it last night and the kids were into it, right? So mm-hmm. um, tonight we watched Hook. Right, you know, right. with Dennis Hoffman oh, and amazing. Julia Roberts and Robin yeah, Williams great, and stuff. Great movie. And like, movie. I, I'm watching that and I'm going, "Yeah, dude, like this is live action Peter Pan." Like, yes. Like Dustin Hoffman's performance as Hook was just like, just you know, Chef's kiss. Like, oh, my, amazing. You know, and then Rufio and I mean Julia Roberts as Tinkerbell was. Good. I mean, everything about that movie was fantastic. You know, it's just yeah. like so. Then you see this and you're just like. Yeah, how is it at movie? least the thing about Hook that was always great, and that wasn't even a Disney movie, so let's just be fair with that. Um, it, uh, you know, it is a what was a fresh take, yes, on the story. Absolutely. It was like instead of just retelling Peter Pan, they're like, all right, well, let's jump forward eighty years and Peter Pan's grown up with his own kids. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, that's the, the that's, stuff I'd rather see them do. 
that's the thing. How how did it get like so outdone by a movie that's like thirty years later? Yeah, it was right. made like thirty years later in, in live action with so much more at its disposal, including what I'm sure was a much larger budget. Like, and then we ended up with like no charisma from Peter Pan at all, nothing worthy in the script of anything. Everyone's lines were absolutely terrible. Literally, the only thing that saved it for for Hook was just the fact that he has so much charisma on screen in general that you, it's hard to like keep your eyes off him. But outside of him, it was really all like trash. So I don't know. I was thinking of Hook the entire time. I was like, that was a, an amazing live action movie, and it actually had a unique take on it. This one's literally trying to rehash the same thing with a slight spin and it's making it a thousand times worse like i just feel like what are we doing like they need to get back to the original formula that was made so long ago and just start doing those things again and their original movies they've been doing have been fine like you know some of them yeah yeah some i mean not everything is going to be a hit but you know you look at you know a good a good portion of them are fine um yeah we'll see yeah but Anyway, so that was that was it for Peter Pan. Um, by all means, if you have something to say on Peter Pan or you loved it, nope, feel good. free to come to the Discord. Let us know. No, I would definitely say I did not love it. I just I I felt like it was just you know like it was good enough for me. Um, you know, had I gone to see it in a theater, maybe I would be a little bit more, you know, critical of it. But because it right. was like a, a you know, it's basically thing. the way I look at Disney Plus. I mean, obviously we're in a much higher quality, you know era of time right than than we used to be but you know that stuff is basically you know made for tv movies right like Mm -hmm. like, let's be just like super honest about it like that that's what they're the equivalent of um you know or direct to dvd release type stuff so Mm -hmm. you know it's good enough in that regard but i think people just have a higher expectation of that stuff after some of the things that we've gotten um, well, because you're not dealing with anything here. This is like some of the most nostalgia-driven and like legendary movies of all time that you're messing with, and yeah. then you literally take a shit on. I mean, like Mulan is a great example of this. Mulan was a shadow of a shadow of real Mulan, and it didn't even have, I mean, any of the epic, epic soundtracks from it. And it missed the entire point that Mulan was trying to convey. Like, it, it missed on every level. It was hilarious. So, it, that's that's my issue. It just, like, stopped ruining what was already amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they're just taking things away from kids these days. Like, instead, you should be making things that were as good as before. But, anyways, uh, we, uh, we probably shouldn't stay on it for too long. Mm-hmm. But um, Too late. So, let's go, let's go ahead and talk about the next thing here. Um, Hunger Games trailer that one came out. What did you What did you think on this one? So, if I understand this correctly, it, it, it this is a prequel, right? To it's a prequel to the to the previous set of movies we've got. Where because um, they said it's like the tenth annual ones, right? And we know that the uh, the regular Hunger Games were way after, and it's basically how they've take they're now taking the. It's like the first yeah, televised years before. Yes, yeah, it's the first yeah. televised, you know, games, right? Where they turned mm-hmm. it into this spectacle with the, you know, and and the guy. From what I what I can tell, and and you can, you sound like you probably even know more than me, but that the guy that they're they kept showing that's like, 
the mentor for this girl is is Snow, right? He's the one the guy. Right. He's President Snow when he was younger, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. So it was. Right, I, I, I think know, it looks good. That is a, a. I think. I'm sorry. Good. Oh no, no! I was just saying that I, I, I think that that is no. I, I don't know well enough to say, for sure that that is. I was thinking it, and then at the very end of the trailer, they show him, and then you hear, you know, Snow from the Katniss series. One of his lines, he says it, not not the character, but you hear the. Uh, I can't remember the guy who played him now, but anyway, you hear his voice from the original. Um. Hunger Games saying the line while it's showing that dude's face so it's kind of like I think that's like putting the pieces together there but and there was also a reference where um, I'm just going to call him T- uh, Tyrion because I don't remember his name either um, oh Peter Dinklage he he said something about oh it's just like falling snow so I'm like okay so that's where this guy took the name snow right because that's not obviously his real name so I don't know it, it looks good I, I don't know who's clamoring for a yeah, I didn't Hunger know Games movie more of this, uh, these days, but, but again, I maybe they just have the rights and they're like, well, this is something that we could do, and it's high spectacle, and you know, if people want to go back and watch the old movies, they can see quality. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, Drew, one of the patrons in the audience right now listening, he said uh, um, that it's it's either Snow or his father. He thinks, and uh, mm. he also called it the House of Dragons of the Hunger Games. So, which is very. It's apt for this situation, so I, I don't think it's going to do very well personally. Just because I remember it, that series fell off super hard, anyways. Um, you know, movie wise. Um, so, and I don't think anyone was was begging for it to come back, as you pointed out. So, yeah, I think it's going to make a butt ton of money, though. Man, you think so? I think it's going to. Yeah, because here's flop. the thing. You know, everybody that was around for the the Hunger Games, like phenomenon when it came out and when the books came out they're my age now right so mm-hmm. kids a lot of teenagers and stuff like that so if they're still into it then they're going to take their kids to see it with them you know what I mean I think it's I think I have no doubt on my mind that it's going to make a butt ton of money I think it's going to do just I would be, fine I'm going to be interested to see <laughs> what happens there. <laughs> I, I would have to disagree but we're oh, going to find out yeah. one way or another um but all right, well, let's go ahead and talk about Transformers. We had a new trailer drop for them. Um, what's your What's your thought on this one? Looking better, or looking worse? Oh, I'm ready to party on this one. Let's really fucking, let's fucking go. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm feeling Unicron. This one too. I'm, I'm feeling it's Unicron. Too. <laughs> I didn't even realize he was the. Um, I don't know who Unicron is, but um, which one okay. is he? Jesus Christ. <sighs> I wasn't uh, Transformers. I, I know, I know. It was Gen One, so it was like it was literally before your time. Um, yeah. If you go back and watch like the original Gen One Transformers mm-hmm. movie, Unicron is the bad guy. He's um, they kind of explain it in the trailer, but basically he eats worlds. He like okay. literally he shows up and he eats your planet, and then he moves to the next planet, and he is. They said it and they made a joke about it in the trailer where the guy's like, well, Unicron, well, I mean, how big could he be? And he goes, the guy, the Transformer goes, well, uh, he eats planets, so bigger than a planet. <laughs> that know? was in the first movie? In the original cartoon, yeah. Oh, in the original cartoon, okay. The okay. cartoon, yeah, the original the OG 
Gen One cartoon mm-hmm. action. Okay. Well then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's um, that's interesting. Then um, I, I think that this one looks. At first, I was skeptical. Looking at it now, I'm like, all right, the scale seems really large, as you pointed mm-hmm. out, and I'm kind of digging the scenario here. I like the characters more. The whole gorilla. Um, Transformer doesn't seem so gimmicky anymore, so yeah, I'm kind of. I'll certainly give it a go. That's that's what I'll say about it. But I'm not going to be surprised if it is bad. That's kind of how I. I yeah, I mean, so I haven't watched any of the Transformers movies. I think since the second one, um, and then I watched Bumblebee, and I thought um, Bumblebee had kind of recaptured for me what like a good Transformer movie could be. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I also was a massive fan of the Beast Wars cartoon. Um, mm-hmm. so seeing like Optimus Primal show up and, uh, you know, RC. So like, to me, they're really picking some of the, um, the real clear, like fan favorite Transformers, but, and they're, they don't look like a bunch of, you know, Michael Bay, you know, it's made of Gillette razor blades kind of shit. So, right. For me, I think it, it feels more Gen 1-y to me. Um, so, I'm looking forward to it. It looks good enough, and it doesn't look like it's going to be like... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it, I feel like it's going to be good for some reason. Yeah, fair enough, some fair enough. Reason. Okay, well, um, the next thing that we have here is we, we have the new Flash trailer. Because that's going to be coming out fairly soon. How are you feeling about that one? You're, you go first on this one. You, okay. you go first. You take it away. All right, so for for the Flash on this one, I so jumping back to the beginning of like when we first got the very first trailer, I was not feeling good about it at all. Um, and as more news about um, Ezra Miller came out, and then the whole restart of the franchise, I was even less confident in it. So yeah was not feeling pretty good but then whenever michael keaton came into it then i was like well this thing just got a whole lot more interesting and honestly like ezra miller like his part in it i i don't think it's going to be great i think it's going to be passable especially dealing with two ezra millers for Mm -hmm. a lot of it um i feel like that's just going to drive me nuts but i'm kind of looking at it as a batman movie featuring uh the flash that's kind of my mentality that i'm gonna have going into it hopefully it's better that way i mean it seems like you're hoping that it's a batman movie featuring the flash not that that's what it actually is it feels like that is exactly what i'm hoping i really just hope it's 90 percent batman and 10 percent douchebag but um i'm going into it just hoping that i i don't get as much ezra miller as i as i originally thought i was going to be getting yeah i mean the other thing is, and I mean, I get what they're doing because they kind of need to do this because nobody, um, I don't know anybody that actually cares about the DC universe at this moment in time because mm-hmm. we know that none of this shit matters, like literally none of it. Um, right. You know, we know that whatever happens in this movie is going to get swept under the rug for whatever they're planning now. Right. So it's like, who gives a crap? So you're just, you're either going to go to it because you care enough about the DCU to give a crap about these people, or you're just going to skip it. Like I'm skipping it. Like I got no interest. The only thing that interests me is 
for me, Michael Keaton, right? Michael Keaton is best Batman. Like, he's my favorite Batman. So, like, seeing him go back out there in that role, I will watch it when it hits a streamer. Do you know what I mean? One's on mm-hmm. HBO Max, but I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't go see those DC movies. It's just every time I go, I'm just like, oh god, why did I do this? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely with you there. So um, we're 100% on the same page. But yeah, I will be seeing it in, in theaters. I just, the, I'm just hoping that I got that I get a lot less of Ezra Miller. That, that's really all. It is. <laughs> I also hope that they changed his run too because I think the run is so stupid. And I know that they were, like, trying to go after the idea of a skater going on a frictionless surface whenever they're running. But honestly, it looks so stupid. I don't care what the validation for it is. Stop. So, yeah. But that's it. We can move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, this one was an interesting one. Twisted Metal coming Mm -hmm. out onto Paramount. Um, Mm -hmm. I was not expecting to see this. Uh, I also I I guess it I think it's from it's a game that was from before my time I think I'm not sure. Oh, it was PS One. Okay, well then, well then yeah, I was I was very small then because the PS One was probably what like Nintendo sixty four equivalent. Yes. Okay, so then yeah, I was I was pretty actually, I was very young then. So um, I don't really know it well, but like I kind of know of it just because it was a famous franchise. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but I'm not happy with uh, the casting because what's his face? What what is his name again? Anthony oh. Mackie. Uh, yes, An- Anthony Mackie. I I just don't like him as an actor. I, he can't hold my attention for anything. So um, yeah, I, I was gonna to say it's got your favorite Marvel hero in it. Yeah, I I can't I can't stand him. If they this may have a shot of being a, a, an incredibly good show, but I, I can never really take it seriously because... I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like a... Um, I get the feeling it's going to kind of be like a funny Mad Max, right, is what they're going to be going for because Twisted Metal was basically, you know, a post-apocalyptic um, destruction derby. You know, so cars mm-hmm. with machine guns trying to blow each other up and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, there was a bunch of, I mean, they made a bunch of games. Um, they had sequels on different systems and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, yeah, serial, I, I ki- serial game, killers though. in a battle royale. So, I don't know. I mean, if they do it right, it could be a fun little, like, watch them. That sounds like it, the but... plot of a straight-to-DVD movie right there. Like, but... <laughs> I, I gotta say, like, I don't know how this got made from, like, video game history over, like, so many other amazing games that have epic, compelling storylines. There's two games, there's, yeah, made. there's two video games that I still don't understand how we haven't gotten them yet, and that's mm-hmm. Zelda and Metroid. Zelda and Metroid. Those well, that two was because Nintendo be so, yeah. didn't want to play ball with that yet. Now I'm sure they will. Yeah, after they, I mean, Mario yeah. officially cracked a billion, so in four yeah. weeks, I'm pretty sure they're. But I mean, like, it was, was like, um, like Bioshock is a good example of one. I think that one may be in development, but it's been teased to be in development for years and years mm-hmm. now, so who knows? But like, System Shock would be pretty sweet, too. Yeah, so there's, there's tons of games that actually have real storylines, and then a whole series is getting made. Sponsored by one of the biggest streaming platforms, and it's about a game that literally had no plot. It was just a racing game. Very dumb. 
very dumb. No. But is what it is. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the next part here. So we got Disney Plus. It's the upcoming lineup. Um, this one is going to be pretty interesting. Visions 2, right? That's Hell coming yeah. out on uh, May 4th. Star Wars Day. Yep. May the 4th be with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Young Jedi Adventures. Mm-hmm. For the children. Also May 4th. Yep. The so I'll, we get I'll the, probably we get, watch it as well yeah. because Star well, yeah, Wars. of course. Well, we get gro- <laughs> we get grown up animation in Visions too, and then we yep. get kids animation in Jedi Adventure. So I think that was a smart move by them to drop them both on Star Wars Day, so you get like something for everyone. So that was that's true. Probably, I think I think whoever made that decision was doing 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 the right thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And then we have uh, Muppets Mayhem. And that is mm-hmm. coming out on May 10th. I have no idea what Muppets Mayhem is. I'm assuming that's like the Muppets show. It's um, it's a show. Uh, it's about. I'm sorry, I forgot to link the trailer. Um, so uh, you know the band Doctor Teeth. Um, in the Muppets, I don't know how much you know of the Muppets. Do you know anything about the Muppets or no? Like old school Muppets? Uh, not really. So like, there's the band uh, Electric Mayhem. Right and uh, and um, it's Doctor Teeth and Animal and you know these characters and they're basically like um, you know it's like Parliament Funkadelic right um, and they so it's a movie about like bringing them back you know because they they've they've toured and they've done all these things but they've never ever recorded a studio album so some studio executives like we got to get these guys to record an album but it looks very much like old school style Muppet show where they've got like tons of cameos and guest um, actors and um, it looks very kind of funny and chill and etc. So yeah, I think um, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for it. Uh, I'm a big Electric Man fan, so. Okay, fair. Well, the other big news there is that you'll finally get to see Quantum Mania on mm-hmm. May 17th. Aren't you super excited for that? Yeah, right before they tell us that that's the wrong Kang and we get a different one. There we go. Yep. <laughs> I I am. Uh, yeah, that's right. We are going to have something happen there. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that dude's, that dude's yeah, done. I have, but, uh, I've not yeah. seen a, a quicker rise and fall in quite some time. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've wanted to see this for a while, so I'm glad it's I'm glad I'm Man, you are going to be very disappointed <laughs> very disappointed <laughs> that game was I mean that movie was the, the game was shit I mean movie <laughs> yeah the um, the movie was honestly it was it was like it was so bad that I can't even put to words how terrible it is nothing I can say can really fully describe it so you just have to see it yourself what about um, Eggman how was huh. he? Eggman. Eggman. You know who I'm talking about. What's his name? The giant egghead dude? Modok. Oh, Wasn't God. Modok in it? He looked. Yes. I, I saw a picture of him. He looked it was fucking the worst. terrible. It was the it absolute so worst in so many ways. Literally, there is nothing redeemable about this. Like, zero. Nothing redeemable. It's crazy. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to hear your take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, then we have some some more interesting stuff coming up though. This one actually looks to be good. Secret Invasion coming out um, mm-hmm. June twenty first, right? Mm-hmm. That one should be pretty good. Been waiting for that one for a while. 
um, got Samuel Jackson in it, so at least it'll be entertaining no matter what. Uh, and then we have uh, Ahsoka coming out in August at some point. Yes. Which I think we all can agree this is the thing we're most excited for. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a rewatch of uh, Rebels here right quick. Yeah, I think um, I'll probably join so you. So that'll that. be, I'll have that all knocked out before it kicks off just to give myself mm-hmm. the refresher. Because, yeah. I mean, it basically looks like it's a direct continuation of that show, um, which is fine with me. Because that was some of the best Star Wars content, like, we've gotten in a long-ass time. So Oh, yeah. 100%. I had a buddy of mine who's, like, really down on Star Wars. I'm like, dude, just go watch Rebels and then and then hit me up. And so mm-hmm. he texted me, like, he's like, after, the, you know, after in the beginning of season one, he was sending me, like, texts, like, ah, and I'm like, just keep going. So at the end of the season, he's like, okay, yeah, I think I like it. The end of season two, he was like, all right, yep, mm hmm. The end of season three, he goes, okay, yeah, that might be, you're right, that might be some of the best Star Wars I've watched. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude. Exactly. Yes, it was. <laughs> so that third to last episode, mm-hmm. intense. True that. True yeah. that. All right, well, let's go ahead and talk about some news real quick. Um, so the first thing, the UK blocks Microsoft purchase of Activision. How do you feel about that one? Yeah, fucking stupid, man. Like, yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't get how Sony can go and buy a studio and nobody bats an eye, but Microsoft does it and Sony, Sony shakes their fist and, like, everybody's pissed off, like... The, they're saying now that it's it's basically they've concluded that the merger would result in the most powerful operator in the fast developing market for cloud gaming, gaming with a current market share of sixty to seven percent, acquiring a portfolio of world leading games with the incentive to withhold those games from competitors and substantially weaken competition in this important growing market. Even though Microsoft went out and signed deals with everybody to basically keep those games on every console for 10 to 15 years, depending on which company they were talking to. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so to me, like the reason they gave for blocking it is complete and total bullshit. Um, And the only reason they have a 70% market share is because they've made smart moves with the tech. Like, Google tried to do a cloud gaming and failed. Amazon tried to do cloud gaming and failed. Like if there are people that have tried. Microsoft just kept it going and and got the right deals and made the right choices and I mean, they've lost a lot of money on it. They've also made money on it. You know what I mean? It's like it just to me it just it's just such a crappy reason to not do it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes and no. Like I I think I don't think that it's I don't think it's a big threat. I don't think it's nearly as big of a threat as, as they're making out to be. But that being said, I would rather there not be one or even two giant entities in gaming just in general. Like, I wouldn't, I don't mind that there is more competition. So I'm not like super upset that this didn't go through. And I don't feel bad for Microsoft because. You know, Microsoft is a bazillion-dollar company, so I, I'll, I'll never shed a tear for them. But I, I just like I'm just kind of indifferent to this, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I don't think that there is like a like that Sony is a lot better off or anything like that. Uh, well, the thing is, is like 
I, I may be wrong in this, but I remember seeing like a chart someone put out a while ago. And even with the acquisition of Activision, I believe Microsoft still didn't take overtake Sony's share of the gaming industry. I feel like that's wrong. So I'd have to look it back up again, but the way that Sony is structured and the, the games that they have and the exclusivity they have in there in the deals with some of the developers that they have is taken into consideration in in their market segment. Like, you know, like that stuff is still, you know, their games. Do you know what I mean? Even though they may not own the studio. Um but yeah, I don't know. I, I just I feel like it's not as big of a deal as everyone's making it out to be. But maybe I'm wrong. I just I feel like it's not. It's like Activision Blizzard is not some like tiny company either. So it's like yeah, it's but I think not that's like it's not like you're changing the competitive landscape really all that much. Like if Activision Blizzard is still Activision Blizzard with the gigantic portfolio of com- of games that they have. It's still a monster eating monsters, right? It's like it's not like it's some indie developer getting gobbled up and thrown away, right? It's it's just a big fish eating a big fish that is just done with their PR nightmare of their company. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, but the the problem is is that that big fish now just gave all of its territory to the other big fish. Yeah, but I mean, who, yeah, I, I just so what happens when when um, Activision says fuck it, we're out. And they mean? stop. Fu- they stop funding those games, and they say we're done. We're not. We're not going to do this anymore. What happens to all those people they? in those studios and that IP? This, the IP gets sold to somebody anyway. So here's what's going to happen. Here, here's my guess. Mm-hmm. My guess is is that Microsoft will restructure the deal where they're just going to buy the IP, and they won't buy the developers, and they won't take the people, and they won't give them jobs, and they won't buy the company, and they'll just buy all the intellectual property, and they can't get stopped. For that one, because they're not buying a company, there's no, there's no FTC involvement in licensing intellectual property, right? And then they'll they'll get it they'll get it one way or the other. You're just slowing it down at this point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because they could just as easily say, "All right, cool. Here's the license for Diablo. Ten million bucks. Here's a license for Call of Duty and all of the assets therein, right? Mm-hmm. Like." And then what's left of Activision once those asset, you know, those couple of big assets are sold off, like some smaller games that, that, that just won't get developed anymore. So to me, th- this this isn't the last you're going to hear of it, right? Like just because it got blocked in this way, they'll just come up with a better way to buy it that'll bypass all this garbage. I think they just wanted to buy the company and keep everything in place and let it just keep running and not have to deal with the mess of buying IP and then trying to buy up developers and get people onboarded and stuff, but who knows? Yeah. Maybe I'm I way mean, off base there, but I'm pretty sure that I think that it's more the of the step. I I imagine that it probably would work like that, but I think it's just more of the fear of like what if they decided to actually fully take control of everything that they've got and really get strict with it and try to make some exploitative moves. I think that's what it's ultimately trying to prevent against. Not necessarily that it was going to do that, but just in the scenario, unlikely as it may have been, if it would have played out like that. But regardless, we will we'll never know, and it, it didn't happen anyway. So we'll have to see. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, is that I mean, we'll mm-hmm. see because if like 
the United States approves it and the European Union approves it and, and UK is the only ones that haven't, yeah, then true. now there's some fighting that can be done and or, you know, I, I, I don't think Microsoft's going to like just pull out of England and take their ball and go home. Do you know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, I mean, if they if they decided to make that power play, like, okay, cool. Well, you can't get Windows in the United Kingdom anymore. Bye, guys. <laughs> Do you I know think what that's I mean? Prob- like leverage like that, though, I think is what people are generally trying to avoid. But I mean, it's already leveraged. They, I mean, I, they already have I that agree, leverage. But I'm just that saying, leverage like, is already done. Right, but I'm saying like leverage like that. So like another. So imagine another leverage like that that they may control in the gaming part of the world. Um, later well, on, it's just like, it's just Call of Duty, basically man. Basically, if they like, have two big dicks to flop down, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's just call, it's just Call of Duty. Like, <laughs> get, get over it. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, let, let's go ahead and move on to the next yeah. little story here. So that's going to be uh, uh, Metacritic um, after the Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, uh, Forbidden West. Forbidden West. Thank you very much. Um, the expansion came out, Burning Shores, I think it was called. Um, mm-hmm. And it got review bombed because basically there is a relationship, a queer relationship between um, the main character Spoiler. and another character. Um, and so people got very upset with that, apparently, or some people got very upset with that. And they went ahead and review bombed it on Metacritic. And America. so Metacritic has decided that they will improve the moderation uh, after that happened. What do you think about that? I mean, dude, like, I, I mean, I can't believe we're still doing this shit at this point. Like, <laughs> it does. It's like, like, it's like yelling at the wind. You know? America's <laughs> this the best. Um, just so enlightened and open-minded in our country. Um, but yeah, it's just, it just comes down to like a bunch of fucking doofus internet troll thirteen-year-olds are all yes, pissed exactly. off, and um, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I just like the, the whole dumb. review bombing for <laughs> something dumb. like that is just so stupid. I just can't even wrap my head around it. Like, well, that's the thing. It's it, it gives. I I feel like it gives a false perception because it's not it's not like a whole bunch of people doing it. It's a very vocal and motivated minority, tiny minority, I would say. Like, I mean, this was two hundred and like thirty eight people or something like that. Like. The pretty small community of people, all mm-hmm. things considered, especially if you just even consider the the player base of this game. So, um, yeah, it's it's just goes to show you though what uh, you know a small group of highly motivated people can do, I suppose. Well, but yeah, I mean that's the thing is it's just this is so stupid. Like very, I mean, it's not like you messed up their sales. In fact, after the review bombing, I mean we can jump ahead a little bit, but they've already announced that that Horizon. Uh, is getting another sequel. Mm-hmm. So it's like, good job, guys. You totally stopped um, that company from doing anything of value with their with their own IP. Like, good, yeah, good on you, bro. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it it reminded me a lot of um, the Last of Us Part Two. You know, with that whole scenario played out. Yeah, that one got bombed a little bit too, didn't it? For like the yeah. exact same thing, and yeah. like, oh my god, Last of Us Two. It. <laughs> it totally, it totally bombed. Like they Probably totally the didn't people. make any money off that. In fact, they there's they they've never made any kind of additional content for that since then that that has done any valuable thing for society. Oh wait, like 
it made the exact same thing that you guys were pissed off and made it in the show. And I'm sure you guys are all mad at HBO now for ruining your lives some more. Yep. Yep. Well, it is what it is. (laughs) Unfortunately, that is the reality. Um, But I'm glad that it's, you know, people are Metacritic, you know, pumping up their moderation afterwards. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, the the thing is, is like every time they do this, it just makes it easier to stop it the next time because they're just going to continue to develop better and better tools to, you know, thwart said bombing, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's go ahead and move on over to the gaming section now. We only have a few things here, but um, it's something. So first thing to start off with is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. (laughs) It is getting hammered on the uh, the PC performance. I saw a, a couple of TikToks about this, actually. What's your take on it? Have you played this one yet or no? No, no. You know, listen, I, I have a Steam Deck now, and I'm actually, I got a new computer coming in next week um, that's got some, a little bit beefier, you know, hardware in it, but I'm a, you know, I don't buy PC games for full price. Like, I I just, like, have a literal... Uh, like there's a thing in my brain that says nope, especially when they've gone up to the seventy dollar price, and it's a hundred and um twenty hundred and fifty gigs or some shit, um, and then there was a hundred and twenty eight gig day one update. It's <laughs> like yeah. everybody that everybody Jesus that preloaded Christ. it then got completely yeah. hosed, um, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's it seems, it sounds like they uh, tweeted out a statement that said basically there's a couple of like high end GPUs um, that have chipsets that were technically designed for Windows 11 that are that people are running on Windows 10 that are then now the drivers are causing issues with whatever because yada yada and it's just like there are still issues that people are seeing with like xbox series x and playstation 5 but um you know they said they're working on it so give them a chance to fix it i guess um it's not a great look but i don't think the game is gonna feel too much of a burn from it if i'm being honest yeah i mean it doesn't have it kind of reminds me a little bit of um cyberpunk but not quite as bad and especially like it didn't have like a gigantic wait time to it of like six years the way it got pushed back a thousand times Mm -hmm. but um yeah but it's still like it's not great like it's definitely not a good thing i don't know how they didn't realize that this was going to perform bad because it's Mm -hmm. not like a you know, some people are experiencing issues. It's like everyone's experiencing issues. Like, did you even test this on one of the main platform games? So, yeah, I don't know. But it, it is what it is. Um, I hope it gets fixed. I, I've heard that it's a pretty good game. I heard that it's not as good as the first one, but I heard that it's pretty decent. So hopefully it doesn't get in the way of that too much, and hopefully they come out with a, a fix far more quickly than cyberpunk did i'll just say that yeah i mean what i read was it's basically like the combat was so is so much better than the first one yeah Um, i heard the combat is better but the story's not yeah well you know kind of goes for whatever your priorities are right yeah i mean i'm here's the thing 
it doesn't have to be as good if it's if it's good. Does that make sense? Like the the first one was like something we hadn't seen in so long in that medium, mm-hmm. and like you know, there's it's kind of like you know, uh, Warhammer um, in the regards that like there's been so many bad games that when a good game comes along, it's just so good because of the fact that the IP hasn't had that win in so long. Um, so I think as long as it's good, even if it's not as good as the first one, it, that doesn't mean it's not good either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I don't think that it's um, like it needs to be better to yeah. be a good game. You know what I mean? But I do think it needs to just be objectively good. And I think yeah. from what I heard, it hits that mark. Um, oh, yeah. yeah I, I saw again a bunch of like eights and nines and stuff. So Okay. Well, then perfect. So, yeah. Well, we'll see. I, I am going to play this one eventually, so I'm pretty pumped for that. Yeah, I'm um, playing through the first one right now because um, I, oh, okay. I played it, you know, I've, I got it um, a long time ago and, uh, I never finished it. Like I played a bunch of it, but I don't, I don't remember beating it. Um, and I went back and looked and I didn't have like achievements that showed that I beat it. So I was like, well, I'll just play again. Um, uh, so that's, so that's another reason I'm not too worried about it waiting a little bit is cause I'm kind of going through the first one still. Yeah, that makes sense. Now this next game though, the armored core series, we got, Another game coming out, Armored Core 6. We got some mm-hmm. gameplay footage of it. I have never played an Armored Core, core game in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you have. Yes, a long time ago. Um, okay. I don't think I played um, 5 or 4, but I do know I played 1 and 2, and I think it was 3. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I love the... It's like a fast-paced mech game, and I love those. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it looks it looks damn solid. So um, the one thing that Armored Core always had going for it too was like full mech customization, mm-hmm. um, which it looks like remains intact. So you'll be able to do all kinds of crazy stuff with your mech to kind of tune it to your, you know, play style. So, um, well, I will say that I'm not a big mech battler guy i um i think the closest thing i ever got to that was uh, a transformer game that came out like Mm -hmm. uh, probably for xbox one or something that was pretty good but uh outside of that not so much however this one is made by the uh devs from elden ring Mm -hmm. so that inspires a lot of confidence because obviously elden ring was amazing um so yeah, I mean, I may give this one a shot. Like the gameplay looks good from the little little tidbits that we've seen. Yeah. So yeah, looks pretty solid. I'm sure that a lot of Armored Core fans are freaking out right now, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when it got announced, everyone was like, "Oh my god, we're finally getting another one." Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Well, in along with that, we are you kind of already mentioned it a little bit, but Horizon Zero Dawn: Forbidden West it's getting a sequel, even after the controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently it might be getting a multiplayer spinoff as well which is yeah so they've basically said that her next adventure is already in development so mm-hmm. they're working on it and they're, and they're already working on a multiplayer spinoff um, right. that, that, that has been being worked on for a while now and they're continuing the work on that so it hasn't been 
you know, abandoned because people had heard that they were doing it. But then I think we kind of never really got any more like really official word or news about it. So it's kind of like, uh, hey, yeah, oh, by the way, we're still working on this. Um, mm-hmm. So and I don't know if it's like going to be PVP or PVE or or what they're going to do with that. But, yeah, I mean, I think a multiplayer version of this would be great, I think. So I would yeah. love to see something. Yeah, I like think that. so. So yeah, I'm. I'm glad to see them, um, you know, just continuing with it. It's a it's a good franchise. So, um, let's say it has yeah, a, glad, like a yada unique stuff to it. So, yeah, and I'm glad it kind of flies in the face of this controversy that hit it too. Of like, mm-hmm. you know, what that didn't stop us. Like, look at all the stuff that it's not just one thing. It's it's like two things that we're looking at doing already. So yeah, um, that's cool. Uh, but. Now we have another thing. It's the last thing here, but it's a pretty big news. Honkai Star Rail did launch just the other day. Um, just keep in mind that it's a game that you can play on the computer or your mobile phone, and it's coming to PlayStation pretty soon, so prepare for that as well. Um, Muggin and myself have been playing it a lot. We actually have a podcast that just came out for it, or we're, it's going to be released within the next day or two. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're having a lot of fun with it. What's what's your uh, any? Well, I guess anything you want to share with the people about the game so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, for me, I, I I'm really liking it. Like I, I've I've been enjoying the story. Um, I like the character design. Um, I like the characters themselves. I like the combat system. Um, you know, we went into great detail of this on our other podcast, but I I would say like the things that like that that they've done to set it apart for Genshin really speak to me um I prefer um I'm playing primarily on mobile so you know take that with a grain of salt here um right but excuse me um sorry about that um but um I I like the turn-based uh, system a lot and I'm right. you know I was worried initially when I was watching other people play it um, that like the whole like oh well each character has two abilities thing and an all was going to be kind of like boring but because of the way that you can break like the timing of everything with the alts and you can right. hold them and you can roll their roll their status from mission to mission so if you fight a battle and you get your alts activated you can kind of build up to the boss and then unleash you know holy hell on the boss when it first spawns <laughs> and stuff like that right um so i've found that to add a good bit of tactical depth to the gameplay for me um so yeah and i'm enjoying going through the storyline um as i did with genshin as well so right well that's um that's kind of the thing this is a game that really like i mean i'm a, I'm a big genshin player um so I had a lot of high hopes going in. I I didn't think that it was going to be as similar as it is, but it is, I mean, incredibly similar. It is basically the same exact game, just with a different setting and a different, uh, like, gameplay style. Now, that being said, it's not actually a bad thing because Genshin is incredibly well-crafted. Mm-hmm. But it, and it also makes it very easy as a Genshin player to move over because there's literally a one-for-one parallel to every single system in that game to Genshin. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. The I will say, you know, I, I like, or at least I would have thought, 
I'd prefer Genshin styling far more gameplay wise than mm-hmm. this, just because I'm not as much of an RTS fan or turn based RTS. Um, but I gotta say, just as as you mentioned, the way that you can utilize the ultimates and everything um, really impacted the gameplay a lot more than I originally thought it was going to. So it feels really good to play. And along with that, the animations are just epic. So you feel like a badass no matter who you're playing, which is a yeah. you know a really important factor as well. You get the power fantasy going. So dude, the alt animations are just they're nuts, so dude. good, so, so good. good. And and so we've got some numbers now too. I don't know if you've seen these yet, but I um, so thirty million pre-registers, right? Was the final right. ju- over? Was the final Huge. number? Yeah. Um, it has broken the record by reaching number one on more um, iOS game download charts in in more countries than any other game has ever done, including Genshin. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, it also has um, had 20 million downloads by its second day. Like 20 million downloads mm-hmm. already occurred. And um, it's it made $6 million on day one. Wow, six million? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Um so uh they said Genshin uh earned four point nine million on its debut day. Um and then obviously went on to exceed four billion in revenue um uh since twenty twenty, September twenty twenty two. So, you know, in, in just under in under three years they've made four billion dollars. It's such a small amount of money. Um, I don't even know why they keep the servers open, but, um, you know, this one coming out the gates so hot. I mean, I'm interested to see like the numbers for next month. Cause obviously this is the first, they'll, they came out so late in the month that they're only going to have like what, four days, five days. But I mean, who knows? They could be sitting at the top five anyway. Um, if they're making $6 million a day. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it's been, it's been pretty nuts. Yeah, no, it's. I, I'm super impressed by it. Obviously, everyone else is as well. Um, and yeah, it's it's an amazing game. So I I really encourage you guys to go download it, have some fun, um, join in the Discord. You can, uh, you know, hang out with us. We have a little bit of a community there, talking about it all, playing it together. So it's really good stuff. But man, um, very strong game, very strong. But yeah. That's pretty much going to do it for this episode, guys. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, Muggin, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) And we will go ahead and see you guys next week. Peace.